following is a sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, everyone. It's Andy Brownell with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. How are you? I am doing great. Thank you. How about yourself? Great. I love... Uh, this trend we're on towards more sunshine and warmth. I know, right? Yesterday, it wasn't, you know, exactly warm, but with just such a bright sunshine yeah. all day long, it just reinvigorate, it reinvigorates me. I swear, I tell people all the time I'm powered by solar, and I, <laughs> I really do believe it. Get your vitamin D, as they say. I, I know that if I go in my garage, and uh, it's lunchtime, and I'm out of the wind, but I'm in the sun, it's warm. You don't even need a jacket. It's wow. Yeah. Nice. As long as the wind doesn't hit you. If you tell somebody else that, that lives somewhere else in the country, and we talk about how warm we are when it's, you know, 28 degrees and sunny, they're going to think we're a little crazy. Well, perhaps we are. Perhaps we are. <laughs> Speaking about crazy, let me tell you something. Home prices have surged 42% in the last three years. That's a, that's, a, that's a very impressive number is what that is. Wowzer. And so when, we, when you read, I guess what I really want to tell people is when you read the, new, read the headlines and they say, home values are dropping. Well, for Pete's sakes, let's hope so. You know, <laughs> especially the places where they increased by 30% year over year. And so they come down 5%. Guess what? They're still really high. So I don't think that um, you can take any of that too seriously because I do not believe, I honestly do not believe, and you can, you can again, Andy, write this down so we can fact check it later. I don't think the prices in Rochester home values, now I can't say prices and home values are two different things, right? Because if somebody overpriced their house right. and it comes down before it sells, that does not mean their value dropped. Right. But I do not see home values dropping at all. As a matter of fact, I will predict that next year at this time, I'm going to be sitting here saying, year over year, home values have increased by 5% in our market. That's my prediction. Okay. 5%. So I, I don't see anything going down. I think you might be a little conservative on that too. Maybe, maybe, because right now we're already seeing bidding wars. Um, I actually wrote an offer a week. Did I tell you this last Friday? I'm, no, because I didn't know yet. I wrote the offer last Friday. I didn't find out until Sunday that I didn't get it. But I went 40000 over ask. What? The house was listed for four twenty-five. I went 40000 over ask. There were six offers, and I did not get it. And I asked the agent, I asked the agent if I was the, at least the second highest offer, and she said no. That's okay. I don't so even know what go. to say. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what to say. We are in a hot spring market. It's on, people. Well, it's certainly evidence there. And I've also heard other stories of significantly over ask bids being not the winning bid. Right. Yeah. It's And multiple offers. It's becoming a, a thing again. You know, it's like for a while we're like, oh, we've seen the end of the multiple offers. Forever. Well, yeah, forever <laughs> and ever, never again. And it's like, oh, my gosh. I mean, truth be told, 
slowed down pretty quickly between August and October. And then October and November, and then of course December, were pretty quiet. January started to wake up a little bit, but still quiet. Here we are, February. You know, it's always been kind of a thing in the real estate market. I don't know what the correlation is, but I've always heard it. Like I've heard it at conference. I've heard it from other realtors that the spring market lines up with the Super Bowl. Once the Super Bowl is oh. over, then we're in the spring market. Well, the Super Bowl's not even happened yet. I mean, it's close tomorrow, but Very, it's yeah. um, but it is uh, it's definitely a spring market here. So if you're if you've been thinking about putting your house on the market and wondering if you're ahead of the game, too early, too soon, the answer is a straight up no. It's time. And then some, yeah. Yeah, I, we have. I think we have in most price ranges. I think from two fifty up to like four fifty. So the, you know that's where most of the houses sell. I believe we are at five weeks absorption rate. So if we get no more listings in five weeks, we have nothing to sell. Since last week's show, I have sold five listings. Five or six of my listings have wow. sold. Yeah, it's been really busy. And so um, I will say I am looking forward to the new listings that I have coming on and the ones that I've just recently listed because we need the inventory. I mean, we still have a shortage of inventory and a lot of qualified buyers. When you talk with people in other parts of the country, are they feeling the same thing or seeing the same thing or is it make They are. They are. Okay. And I and I always like that because I feel like when I get the when I kind of get the report from my friends in some of the busier markets or the bigger cities, like I have a really close friend who sells real estate in Boston. And when she tells me, oh my gosh, we had lines out the door on both Saturday and Sunday's open house. I mean, it's very strange how they sell houses there. I think it's because of the traffic and because of people's lifestyles, but they don't do showings anytime except for during open houses. So you have to look and see when the house is going to be held open and then that's when you have to go to buy the house. Oh wow. So like if your house is up for sale, you just take off for the weekend. It's held open all all day Saturday and all day Sunday. Your buyers come and if you haven't received your offer, then you would do it again the next weekend, but she said it's been a long time since we've done open houses more than one weekend in a row. So um yeah, it's busy. That's very interesting that they do it that way. I Isn't how, that interesting? Yeah. yeah, and so the realtors are running around with their buyers going from open house to open house, but then the agent that has the listing is either there hosting it or has somebody from their team hosting it. I mean, it's an interesting concept, but it feels to me like realtors only work on the weekend. Yeah, I mean, like, I yeah, I, can't I know see they don't. Line either. So. I know, yeah, long lines, long lines. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I don't know. It's a different way of doing things, that's for sure. Oh. But yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of glad we don't do it that way. Um, I do like when we have open houses and people actually come to them. And I've sold many houses at open houses. That brings me to a, a topic. I've been to some listing appointments lately where um, the people are smart. You know, they're they're interviewing more than one agent, and and they should because they should make sure that they find the right fit for them. And they are pretty prepared. And thanks to the internet, they have all the right questions. So I'm usually impressed when I go to these appointments. And 
And one thing that I've been hearing a lot about is, well, some of the other people that I've interviewed have said open houses are a waste of time or we don't, they don't believe in them. And I will tell you what that translates to in my mind. I don't want to work weekends. I don't want to hold your house open. I've got better things to do because I'm going to tell you what, those open houses are effective. And I saw an email chain going last Sunday evening after the open houses and one of the team members started the email and said, wow, I had great traffic at all my open houses today. I had nine people at one. I had six people at one. I had four people at the other. And then everybody else started to chime in and they're like, me too. I had three at this one, five at that one. So I mean, a lot of people are out and about. And some of those people come in and they are um, already represented and working with another agent, which is fine because we are really truly there to sell the house that we have listed, right? I mean, that's the reason we're holding the open house. So when they say, oh, well, I have an agent, that's great. Do you want to tell me who your agent is? So if there's an offer that comes in on this house, I can notify your agent. And and they will usually say, yes, please do. And so that works out really well because then we can keep the agent in the loop. So, you know, these people who are out just looking around might stumble across the right house that they really love. And otherwise, we've also had people, I know that um, one of my agents held an open house last Saturday and later that evening got an email saying, we really love that house. Thank you so much for showing it to us. As we mentioned, we do not have a realtor, but we would like to make an offer with you on this property. So my point is open houses are not a waste of time. Open houses are still very effective, okay? All right, we have to take a break already, Robin. Okay. Time zooming by. We'll be back in just a moment with more of Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. It's the day. This Friday through Sunday. Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back, everyone. Saturday morning with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. We're talking about the Rochester area, real estate market, what's happening out there. And from what Robin has told us, it's it's getting hot. Oh, my gosh, it is. And, and we haven't what? had match day yet, right? When is that? Right. Month? No, that's usually like right around St. Patrick's Day, right around oh, the middle okay. of March. Yeah. So it's, it's soon upon us. And some of those residents, you know, have very strong inklings that they'll be coming to Rochester and have started to search. So, um, yeah, we're, we're definitely seeing some of that traffic out there. And they're smart because things are they're flying off the market. There's no doubt about it. And those residents who are coming in, they're looking, they're probably looking at the same... Same price range. Yeah, that yep. two to $400,000, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to get back to this um, article. So when we were taking the break, I was looking at it a little bit about okay. these home prices that have surged in the last three years. Um, so check this out. I mean, you could probably guess where most of them have really gone up, but... It says that the National Association of Realtors' latest quarterly housing report shows that home price growth is cooling, though that does not mean prices are falling. Okay, so there's a difference. The national median price for a single family existing home 
actually rose 4% in the fourth quarter of 2022, reaching 378,700. And granted, that is a much slower pace because the year before, I think it was 8.6% okay. increase. But but still, I'm saying if your house has gone up 4% in the fourth quarter and the median sales price is now 378, what is that? Uh, double from when I started doing the show with you? Yeah. I mean, it, it is. is. It is, yeah, crazy. And it says here that... Um, well, and you know me, I, I'm always looking at whatever chief economist from the National Association of Real Estate, um, of Realtors that Lawrence Young has to say, because I feel like he is really, really accurate. And he says that even with a projected reduction in home sales this year, prices are expected to go up. So therefore, the volume of real estate sold is not going to decrease. Okay, so it's not like what you're reading is telling you the whole story. If you're if you're expecting things to be going downhill, you're just not reading. Now no. he says that um, there are a few markets that actually might see a double-digit price drop, but those are the markets that raised by 30% year over year. So that would be good for those markets, I think. I think it would be healthy. And considering I'm somebody who eventually wants to own a house in Scottsdale, Arizona, let them drop. Let them drop. <laughs> yeah, you're talking Scottsdale. You're talking. Um, um, Austin, Texas. We're talking right. San Diego. Well, let's let's We're talk specifically about the ten metro areas that saw the largest increase in the fourth quarter of 2022. Of course, now the fourth quarter means everybody who's cold wants to go warm. So, right? Right. Um, we've got Farmington, New Mexico, increased by 20 percent. Never even heard of it. Northport, Sarasota, Bradenton, Florida, 19.5%. Naples and Marco Island, 17.2%. Greensboro, High Point, North Carolina, 17%. Myrtle Beach, North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, North Carolina, 16.8%. Oshkosh, Oh, Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin? 16%. What? Oshkosh, Nina, Wisconsin, 16%. Oh, a lot of Green Bay Packer fans. Snuck in there somewhere, maybe. Winston-Salem, North Carolina, 15.7%. El Paso, Texas, 15.2%. Punta Gorda, Florida, 15.2%. And Daytona Beach and Ormond Beach, 14.8%. So that's some pretty nice increases okay. in the fourth quarter. The Oshkosh win is weird, but... I don't know what why why that what got that, in there. It shocked El, me. El Paso, Texas also surprises me. Well, I think Texas has really good, um, like, don't you not pay state taxes oh, sure. and yep. stuff like that. So Texas, and it's probably, it's probably someplace that somebody said, oh, it's not Austin where the prices are already ridiculous, so we'll start moving here, and now what are they doing? But they're driving those prices up. Sure. Okay. Um, listen to this one. Uh, overall, the 10 priciest markets in the fourth quarter of 2022. San Jose, California, where the average house is $1.58 million. <laughs> San Francisco, $1.23 million. Anaheim or Santa Ana, Irvine, $1.13 million. Uh, Urban Honolulu, Hawaii, $1.1 million. San Diego, Carlsbad, 
957000 These are average prices. Okay? Right. Average. And um, Los Angeles, Long Beach, oh, that's cheap, 829000 Oh, yeah, cheap. Naples, Marco Island, 802000 and that's actually up 17.2% as we spoke. Boulder, Colorado, 759 Seattle, Tacoma is 708 And if you want to, you know, go for the less expensive of the high-priced areas, then it's Barnstable, Massachusetts, where the average home price is 668000 Can you imagine trying to afford to live in California? I don't understand how they do it. I, I just don't understand. I mean, well, I do know because one of the boys that we raised at the RBC house is an architect, and he rents a house with like five other people. So like six of them share a house so that they can afford to have a house. That's, yeah, I, I imagine as an architect, you're probably paid fairly well. Right. That's what I'm saying. He's not working, you know, flipping burgers. He's got a very good job. Although, not that flipping burgers is a bad job because I saw at Culver's yesterday that there's, oh no, Dairy Queen, I saw that they're paying $15 an hour starting pay. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Yeah, it's not like the days when uh, we would have been taking those sort For of For three bucks, three fifty <laughs> an hour or something like that. And the old timers were saying, we, the minimum wage used to be 75 cents. What do you yeah, Exactly. Hey, I babysat for 75 cents oh, an yeah. hour. So my first job really was 75 cents yeah. an hour. Good luck with finding a babysitter for 75 I don't think he'd want to hire that one. <laughs> I don't think he would want to hire that one. Well, we're going to take another break, Robin. Uh, All right. Back in just a moment. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results. News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We are, of course, it's on a Saturday morning are with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. And uh, Robin, I was going to relate the story. A friend of mine in the market to buy mm-hmm. uh, put in a very, very solid bid on a house and lost the bid because the person came in with a cash offer. How, mm-hmm. how are these people coming up with this kind of cash? How does this all work? Yeah, that is an interesting thing because when we do have buyers that lose out to cash offers, they honestly envision that this person is sitting with, you know, piles of cash in their underwear drawer or whatever, you know, being able to take it out of their bank account. And a lot of times what it is, is they actually just have the equity in other properties that they own. I've talked so much about how people gain their wealth through real estate. Well, sometimes they have rental properties that they own or even their residence that they live in that has been paid off for years. And as we've talked about this morning, values have increased so much that it's really increased their equity in that home. So what some of these people are doing just to make a stronger offer, and and not only just to make a stronger offer, it's because they don't want a mortgage. Let's say they're downsizing now, right? I just recently sold a townhome to somebody moving here from Reno, and they just bought it with equity from their home. So it, it comes in as a cash offer, but then once they sell that home in Reno, then they're going to pay the bank back. So they're just borrowing against the equity they have a lot of times. 
Okay, that makes total sense. sense. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, but sometimes they just have some. They've sold a house in a more expensive market, and you know, I look at some of these houses we just talked about. If you live where the average home price is one point something million, and you sell it, and then you come to Rochester where the average home price is two hundred forty-eight thousand, and you want to buy something here, there's a good chance you might have some extra cash. <laughs> I think you could probably buy four of those houses. Exactly. And you look at the number of people leaving California. It's yeah, uh, understandably, I bet they come out right. here and they go, "Wow, th- these homes are so affordable." Yeah, exactly. And it seems like you know people think we have so much inventory. And let me tell you, right now, this in January of this year, we had sixty-five percent more homes than we had in January of last year. But we still have a shortage. Okay, so we still have forty-three point two percent fewer homes than we had at, in January of seventeen, eighteen. Okay. So pre-pandemic. Okay, so we. We are still low on inventory. We still have way many more buyers who are out there qualified and ready to buy than we have homes for sale. So don't let anybody tell you any differently. We have a fabulous real estate market. I'm super excited about what this year has to bring. And if I have time, I want to talk to you about a new listing that I'm especially excited about. Sure. Okay. Over at 6041 Portsmouth Drive Northwest, we have a beautiful new listing. And it is a five-bed, four-bath, two-story with a three-car garage. It has great curb appeal. It's been well-maintained. I'll tell you, there's some of the features that I love about this house. Four bedrooms upstairs on the upper level, and they are all huge bedrooms. There's not a small bedroom in the place. And the laundry's upstairs, plus, of course, two full baths up there. And then on the main floor, there's nice solid countertops, beautiful cabinetry, a walk-in pantry, fireplace in the living room. Go down to the family room below. There's another fireplace. It's a walkout. There's a hot tub out back. Uh, Just a great house, and it is uh, $519.9, and that is for... Uh, 3,500 square feet finished. Wow. It seems strange to say this, but when you describe the home and all the features of that home, and then the price, I'm going to say it sounds affordable. <laughs> right. It, it's, it's a lot of house for the money. It's a lot yeah, of house for the money. So yeah. for somebody that has a big family or has the desire for a lot of bedrooms or whatever, it is a fabulous option. And she's got it. You know, sometimes homeowners just really have it going on and they really listen when I'm at the listing appointment. And she took every little tidbit of advice that I gave her and took away any clutter and did touch-up painting and then so beautifully staged the home. And I'm sure that all her hard work is going to pay off because I'm sure that house is going to sell rather quickly. So are those all the tips you have for getting ready to sell? I'll sum it up and you have to win the beauty contest and you have to win the pro you and you have to win the price contest okay so you have to price it right and it has to look great because there are a little there is a little bit more competition we still want to be the one that looks the best and is priced right now there was a market where if you overpriced a little bit you could really regret that later in this market as long as you reduce the price if you don't sell right away because of the low amount of inventory it's not going to um, leave you out there hanging okay so yeah but you have to do it right away yes yeah we got to stay fresh Okay. So it all comes down to making sure you're working with an agent who can guide you because the goal, the ultimate goal is to get the seller the absolute most money we can get them without leaving any money on the table and doing it in a timely fashion 
but at the same time, helping these buyers get into these houses for a fair price where they're not overpaying. And so at the end of the day, we've created a win-win for the buyers and the sellers and the real estate market will continue to thrive because of that. This this friend that I told you about who got outbid with the cash offer? Yeah. His observation, he told me, was that there are a relatively few number of homes out there in the price range that he's looking at that are ready to move in. Right. So, and then when he sees the one that is, and um, full disclosure, we happen to be working with that client, so I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> but but yeah, and so the one that he actually saw and made the bid on was um, perfect. It was a one-owner home. The people have maintained it impeccably, and it shows so well. And people are still going to be very turned on to that, and they're going to want to go for those. And especially if they go into a few houses that aren't well-maintained or aren't showing well, then they're going to be turned off in a quick hurry and move on to the next one. So it's really important to have that house ready for the market. And that means when you say it that way, ready for a person to feel comfortable that they could just move right in without having And not only, not only comfortable, we want them to walk in and just really envision themselves living there. Like, oh my God, I could totally live here. This place is awesome. Not like, oh my gosh, this is a really hectic lifestyle. There is so much crap everywhere. Get me out of here. Because there's a lot of that that goes on. I bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you came into my house right now, I think that would be the impression. But you're get. not on the market. But you're not on the market. That's real life. And then there's on the market life. It's two different things. <laughs> One is showbiz, the other is real. Exactly. Okay. Well, so we're still a strong seller's market. And I don't see yes. that going away until I, I can't imagine it going away forever. until the invent until the inventory shortage cr- corrects, yeah, okay. and that's and, and we're not going to see that anytime soon. Okay. All we see being built is more apartments, more apartments, you know, mm-hmm. and so that's not helping our homeowners situation whatsoever. All right, Robin, if somebody wants to go out and sell their home, number one, get a, take advantage of what's already becoming a hot spot. Yes, market. please. Yes, please. I need inventory. I'll take it. Or uh, that or find you help you find one to buy absolutely either way call my cell phone at 507-259-4926 of course if you want to learn more about us visit our website at gwaltneygroup.com call me for any questions fantastic robin thank you so much we'll talk to you again next week sounds great andy bye-bye That's robin gwaltney gwaltney group remax results on news talk 1340 kroc am and 90 90- this is